I am Gian, the founding pastor of Victory Church Odessa, and welcome to our worship service 293. Today, June the 5th, 2022, what if my life is not outstanding? I invite you to go to the website, vchurch.us, look for the tab bulletins and download the bulletin of today. The other way is if you are watching in the comfort of your home, well, simply grab your phone and point towards the QR code, then you will be able to download the bulletin of this teaching. We wanna thank you for your support with all of my heart. Thank you, beautiful church members. You are terrific. Thanks to your contributions, this broadcast is possible and I thank you with all of my heart. Of course, I thank you, Tracy, for the music. Thank you, Sebastian, for your work with IT. And thanks to everybody, all the experts behind scenes that are making all this broadcast possible. Thank you so much. The topic of today is what if my life is not outstanding? Sometimes people feel that things are not going well. And uh, in fact, when they see many other individuals uh, becoming famous or, you know, whatever, people can feel a little bit less than the rest. How do we deal with those feelings? Today we are going to talk about it. And in order to understand this, we need to read the scripture. And the version is the easy to read version. And we are reading today in the book of Ecclesiastes. And we read in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Dear Lord, guide us through this reflection. Chapter 3, verse 1. There is a right time for everything. And everything on earth will happen at the right time. There is a time to be born and a time to die. There is a time to plant and time to pull up plants. There is a time to kill and a time to heal. There is a time to destroy and a time to build. There is a time to cry and a time to laugh. There is a time to be sad and a time to dance with joy. There is a time to throw weapons down and time to pick them up. There is a time to hug someone and time to stop holding so tightly. There is a time to look for something and a time to consider it lost. There is a time to keep things and a time to throw things away. There is a time to tear cloth and a time to sew it. There is a time to be silent and a time to speak. There is a time to love and a time to hate. There is a time for work in a time for peace. You know, my friend, not everyone has a spectacular life. In fact, most of us are not superheroes in the news or the movies. However, indeed, each one of us have a wonderful life when we see it from God's perspective. Not all of us are going to be famous. So what? What is the big deal with that? Why is it that somehow individuals are longing and so eager to have their names printed somewhere? Maybe a statue with their names there in their hometown or a book. <laughs> I don't know. Famous about this, famous about that. That's an impossibility. Not all of us will do that ever. 
Perhaps we will do certain things that some people will get to know, but not necessarily we need to be out there. We don't even need to think about that because the truth is, what's the point? You know, when you are reading this book that was written by King Solomon and you hear some of his conclusions, this book is pretty interesting. And I suggest you to read it all the way through. I believe it's like 13, 14 chapters. It's, it's a very uh, short reading, probably in an hour you will be done with it. And it's interesting, very interesting, because actually Solomon had uh, that fame, that name. He was really known in many places. You know that? However, when you read what he put in those chapters, so many of those things are telling you that not necessarily he was thinking, that is wonderful, you know? But somehow, some of us are struggling with that idea. Like, um, I would like to be somebody. And as a result of the reality of our lives, because let's face it, there are just a few individuals that are going to be really, really famous in this world, in this life. Most of us are going to have average lives. I personally don't see myself like somebody that is going to be famous or anything like that. I just know that also at some point, I felt that my, my life was meaningless. And I know many, many people feel that way in one way or other. And that there are many wrong thoughts, you know, wrong, wrong thoughts like nobody cares about what I have to say. Perhaps you are even considering that your life is not important, that you are irrelevant and forgettable, maybe insignificant. And someone even can think I am a nobody. Other individuals, they come to the extent of thinking, well, maybe that I might be good for something. And I understand sometimes we are the target of depression and sadly the awful comments that people may say about us. Perhaps you are going through a season like that and you are seeing yourself like someone irrelevant. But that idea, maybe that I will be good for something that also can take you to a wrong path. And you know, when, when you are feeling really down and you are thinking that your life is meaningless, that you barely can make a contribution to anything, you know, suicidal thoughts can come to you. And I need to warn you about that. You know, someone might even be thinking, who cares about me? Because as far as I'm concerned, I don't receive Phone calls, you know, the only phone calls I receive are for marketers, telemarketers, <laughs> even text messages are coming from individuals trying to sell something to me. <laughs> and it's sad because they are pretty strong at that, right? And not to mention emails and letters in the mail. But eventually somebody can feel like, 
Wow, it is sad. Nobody really cares about me. And um, and you think about people coming to see you, knocking at your door, or maybe receiving an invitation, whether it's in the paper, in in a paper, in the in an in in an envelope, or perhaps a phone call. Somebody inviting you to go out or to go to some celebration, and when you don't hear that, it's possible that you you might think that nobody cares about you. But the problem that we have with this is that we are seeing things from the wrong angle. Honestly, it's a wrong angle because, first of all, we are making a comparison that is absolutely wrong. Absolutely wrong. Do you know, my friend, that your life is your life and you cannot compare your life with the life of anybody else? If uh, the event that you have been thinking less and less of you, all that is relative. And it is probably because you are comparing your life with the life of somebody like whom? Well, let's start with the life of your grandparents, the life of your parents the life of your spouse, the life of your siblings, people that were part of your school or your same team in, the, in your neighborhood, in your family, even younger than you. And then suddenly you say, this guy is just such and such age and look where he is in life and look where I am in life. It's a wrong angle when you are comparing your life with the life of somebody else. You know, everyone has his own standards and his own abilities and his own skills. So don't make that mistake. Everyone has his own standards and abilities. You have yours. Don't make the mistake of having a short vision and thinking that only what you see materially is what matters in this life. Because the truth is, in the eyes of God, what matters is what's in your heart. Short vision is what we developed when we are just bombarded through the TV and the news and all that stuff that having this type of lifestyle, going to these kind of places and hanging out with these kind of individuals, that's equivalent to be successful and happy. According with what? That is what you need to think and do not have this short vision because that is not correct. I understand not everybody has outstanding attributes, but there are some attributes that you may have. Personally, I would like that I will have tremendous attributes for sports. I will really like, for instance, that when, when I was a child and I played tennis or soccer or baseball, which were my favorite sports, I wish that I was so great that somebody will say, let me take you to, to the professional level. <laughs> but they were not my outstanding attributes. So what? So what if you don't have those outstanding attributes, my friends? So what if you are not the, the 
guy or the girl that others are. What's the problem with that? You are who you are. You know, here are good questions that you need to ask yourself. So the first question is, what does God has to say about me? And that's a wonderful question. And actually, it's very important that you think about it. Because the one who really, really matters, the opinion, the one that really, really matters is the opinion of our Lord God, the King of the universe, your Creator and your Father. Where your life begins and also your destination, God, the Lord God Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, he has an opinion about you. And he has things to say about you. Do you care? That is a great question. When you stop for a moment and you start to think, what is what the Lord really thinks about me? And with that, you are going to go to the next question, which is what? What is the place God assigned me to be on earth? Because certainly you have a mission. And you have a vision. There are plans from God for your life. There are plans for you, my friend. There are plans that perhaps right now are in the oven, as I call it. You know, there are plans that maybe they are just being in the process of development. Because it's what happens. A good question is what the Lord is thinking about you. And the second good question is, what is that function that the Lord wants you to perform on earth? Very important questions. And with that, the next question, is there anyone in heaven waiting for me? What do you think? And the answer is, yes, there is one. The Lord Jesus Christ himself is waiting for you in heaven. And he is waiting for you because he loves you. He gave his life for you. And he gave his life for you so you can experience salvation, that you can experience a touch of eternity right here on earth, that you can receive that touch of life that the Holy Spirit brings to you. So with that, you will start preparing yourself for that particular moment when you will go to heaven and meet him in person because the Lord Jesus is waiting for you in heaven. <laughs> of course, someone will be thinking, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. So am I going to go to heaven? <laughs> am I going to be someone in heaven? What about heaven? Are those who are... Preachers, the only ones that are going to be important in heaven? Are those who, who gave their lives in tremendous uh, sacrifices for others, the ones that are going to occupy important positions in heaven? Well, maybe. But that is not the right question. The good question is, is if you will be going to be someone. And do you know how you can be someone? when you care for heaven. 
Do you see how the good question will take you to a good process of thinking? Because when you think about heaven and what you can find there, you know immediately that there are going to be rewards for you in heaven when you are doing God's will. About what? Well, about what the Lord assigned you to be doing here on earth. And everyone has his own assignment. You have your own assignment, my friend. But the thing is, you have to stop with certain desires that are not necessarily too good for you. One of those desires is this <laughs> weird thing of looking for the acknowledgement of your existence. That's a weird thing that most of us have. It is like, I need to know somehow, somebody needs to be aware that I exist. <laughs> From time to time, I hear some of my friends really concerned about that. They say, you know, I, I am not doing anything with my life. I'm doing just what I am being asked to do in my work, my family. I help here and there with little things, but I don't think that my life is making a huge contribution in society, in community, in history, or even for heaven. It's very common that people can experience those feelings, but that doesn't mean that it's a good feeling. And that idea of uh, somebody acknowledge that I exist is not necessarily good because you must rely in the certainty of your faith that God loves you because he made you. Of course you exist. Of course your life is important for him. So don't worry about if others acknowledge your, your existence much less if others are going to recognize your contributions. Because let me tell you, every decent person, every honest individual, every citizen that is willing to do what is correct and right and decent, that person is making a contribution to this society. Because today you have more and more individuals doing what is wrong. You know very well that there are a bunch of liars and crooks out there, dishonest people, individuals that they just want to take the easy path to make money or whatever, because they don't want to pay the price of having a decent life with integrity and discipline. But that is their choice. So my friend, you don't worry about that. You need to think that what you are doing as a decent person, as an honest individual devoted to God, devoted to your family, devoted to your, your own responsibilities, those efforts are going to, to be well paid one day because those rewards are coming from God. And those rewards do not come from one day to the other. And let me tell you, it's a mistake when you are expecting that people will say, good for you. Do not waste your energy trying to, 
to get the applause of people for, for what you do, for who you are. Because it's not worth it. You know? You just need to know in your heart that what, what you are doing is the right thing. You just need to know that. You need to push and push yourself to do every single day what is right. Every single day, you please God with that. And that should be enough because the rewards are going to come way later, not just in this life, but in heaven. But let's go back to the scripture because the scripture is so beautiful here in the verses 9 and 10 and 11. Listen to this. Do people really gain anything from their hard work? I saw all the hard work God gave us to do. God gave us the ability to think about what about his world, but we can never completely understand everything he does. And yet he does everything at just the right time. We know very well that there are individuals that are goal-oriented, and there are ones that are really good about being disciplined, focused, goal-oriented, and they achieve things in life. And sometimes it's possible that we might feel a little bit less compared to what they accomplished. Again, a mistake. Do, do people really gain anything from their hard work? Think about it. Those individuals that they are just pushing and pushing and pushing to obtain things, to achieve things. It is a little hard work indeed. And uh, some of them, they just go ahead in that path, even if that represents their own destruction. That's not, not, it's not wise. And you know, sometimes things happen. And here the scripture says, we can never completely understand everything he does. Because th th there are things happening around us and, and we just don't get it. And, and you will never understand that, my friend. But you can simply trust in him that he will do everything at just the right time because he always has a plan. In verses 12 and 13, Solomon says, I learned that the best thing for people to do is to be happy and enjoy themselves as long as they live. You know how important is that? Learning to enjoy themselves in a decent way, of course. And he explains here in the second part of this the passage, what is the way to enjoy ourselves? It says, God wants everyone to eat, drink, and enjoy their work. These are gifts from God. And it is a pleasure, my friend, that you can enjoy every day. You know, here's the part that many people don't get. Because whether it's a billionaire or a poor person, there is just certain amount of food that you can eat every day. And the question is, is the amount really the thing that is going to make you happy? 
or is exactly what you eat? I don't know what is your view about that, but I, I know very well that I can be in a very humble place with people surrounded by limited resources and not necessarily having the fanciest of the foods and appetizers and whatever to eat, but with a simple piece of bread and butter, they can have a blast. Even if they are just drinking a glass of water, glass of lemonade, or whatever they can afford. Because the, the pleasure, actually, it, it is not about entirely what you are chewing or drinking. It, it is something so interesting, and, and I need you to start to get this, because here is how you're going to see that stuff free really will not make any difference in your life. It is all about the enjoyment of what you have in your in your hand and you are about to put in your mouth. Because when you are thinking many things and you are just chewing like a like a robot, you know, you are not going to enjoy that. And how tricky is that? I don't know if you observe that, uh, for example, not that you are a cow or anything like that, but have you seen cows that they are just chewing the grass? Or have you seen the birds, birds, or any kind of pet that you have? You know, they just enjoy the process of eating. They have no clue what is this and what is that. There is something that they just learn is to enjoy the process of eating. It's something that people with degrees from universities, people that are making any amount of money every day, they can't get in their heads clear. It's the enjoyment of what they are eating. And that is something that anyone can do. Anything is what the Lord wants you to experience. And you don't need to have tons of things or tons of people around you to come to that place in your life. A simple process of enjoyment, your food. The enjoyment of every bite and the sip of your coffee or your tea and enjoy, it says the scripture, the work that you can do. Three things that here in Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verses 12 and 13 are so clear for anybody. And, and you wonder, what that has to do with how much money do you have? Or if you are famous or not, what that has to do with the fact that you own a big, large corporation, or you are renting a little tiny room in a house. It has nothing to do with that. It's all about understanding that is the desire of God for you to enjoy your food and your drink and your work. Because there is a, a secret in this, that you come to conclusions 
as important as it's not about what you do for a living. It's the fact that you are doing something that you enjoy. And I'm going to give you now my announcement for the following Sunday service, Worship 294, June 13. That will be catching up with your family. How important is to keep that friendship, that camaraderie with yours. Okay, let's continue reading the scripture. Now in chapter 7, it's the same book, Ecclesiastes, verses 13 and 14. Are you enjoying this? Are you enjoying reading the scripture? I know you are. Let's continue reading. Look at what God has made. You cannot change a thing, even if you think it is wrong. When life is good, enjoy it. But when life is hard, remember that God gives us good times and hard times, and no one knows what will happen in the future. Nobody. Again, the rich, the poor, the one that is healthy or the one that is sick, the one that has tons of people around or the one that is by himself, it doesn't matter. Life is going to have good times and not too good times. Sometimes they are hard times, but what, what are we gonna do? Nobody knows what is going to happen in the future. You just need to continue focusing on the Lord and the enjoyment of your food and your drink and your work. That's what you need to do. In chapter 12, verses 13b B, <laughs> and 14, this is what it says. The most important thing a person can do is to respect God and obey his commands. Because he knows about everything people do, even the secret things. He knows about all the good and all the bad, and he will judge people for everything they do. The judgment of God is real, definitely. And the judgment, again, is not about necessarily the punishment, neither the reward. The judgment is about Come on, guys, let's reflect about what we are doing. That is why today, if you feel that your life is not outstanding, you have to stop for a moment and, and consider what I share with you. Because you can choose to be happy if you want to be happy. <laughs> Let me repeat this to you because it's so important. You can choose to be happy if you want to be happy. It is up to you, my friend. If you don't want to be happy, well, don't be happy. If you want to be miserable, well, go ahead. If you want to feel sorry for yourself, it's your choice. You are entitled to your own opinion about your own life and how you want to feel every day. But you cannot use as an excuse to be miserable and feel sorry for yourself the fact that somebody is famous and renowned here and there because they have accomplished this and they have obtained these other things and earned this and they have that. And, you know, th those are just circumstances. Outside of you, circumstances, do you see that? But what, what matters really, what really matters is what's in your heart. It's in your heart. In this passage of description, it says that the most important thing a person can do is to respect 
God and obey his commands. So what's going on around outside of your heart? That's not the most important thing. Is that you deeply you respect the Lord. That's the most important thing. And that is what you need to be focused on. Because the Lord knows everything about everybody. Everything, even the secret things. The Lord knows all that. What is what you need to do? Really what you must be is to be grateful for your life. That is what you need to do. Give thanks to God every single day. No matter what. Thank you, Lord, for another day of life. Thank you, Father, for, for the job that I have. And if you don't have a job now, say, Lord, thank you for the job you're going to give me. Because I trust you, Lord. And how important it is that you learn to celebrate everyone around you with all of your heart and enjoy them. Celebrate people around you. Learn to compliment people. Why is that so difficult for everybody? Most people have tremendous difficulties just to say to somebody else, hey, listen, your smile, your smile is really pretty. It's, it is a, it's a privilege for me to see your smile. That's great. That's awesome. I love your company. You know, you are a special person. You are so friendly. You look good. Oh, I love this thing that you made. You know, you are so kind to everybody. Compliment people. Celebrate them. You have to, to be grateful. It, it, it has to be a change inside of you about all these things. Do you realize that, my friend? Do you realize that? There has to be a change from inside out. It's not about what people are accomplishing or what they have or possess what really matters what matters is that your heart is filled with happiness the joy of being alive because you have the opportunity one more day to be alive by being grateful to the good lord by showing him your gratitude that might change everything for you my friend and celebrating people that come to see you or you encounter in your workplace, in your neighborhood. Good to see you, my dear friend. Have a great day. What if you start by doing that? And of course, doing private what pleases God. Because that is one of our challenges, right? That we are not doing in private what is right. We fail there time after time after time after time. And the Lord doesn't like that. He wants us to move on. He wants us to have a good life, a decent life. More alive. Instead of being defeated and feeling sorry for ourselves, we need to be thanking him for the life that we have for another day, even with the struggles. And we say, Lord, I know you are going to provide a solution for this. Rather than seeing all these problems and magnify them and telling everybody, including God, how big your problems are, tell to those problems how great and big your God is. Don't you think that would be 
a better solution for you? The other things that I suggest you to do is you need to start dying to your own desires of recognition. Forget about it. Even in your own home, with your own family, in your own workplace, if they don't recognize you, whatever. If they don't praise you, whatever. That is going to set you free because you're not going to be expecting anything from anybody. Simple as that. As a matter of fact, you know, when you stop looking for recognition and when you stop looking for rewards and expecting anything from people, what you are doing is that you are more and more aware of God's presence in your life. Because that is what really matters, my friend. I will tell you something that probably you don't want to hear, <laughs> but it's extremely important that you take into consideration. What if you write your own tombstone, your own obituary for a change? What would you write in the paper? What would you like that people will read in the paper the day that you die? Such and such died. How? Well, whatever, heart attack, accident, whatever, it doesn't matter. But then, your life. A person which what? <laughs> A person who enjoy his food and drinks and his work. <laughs> or what? A person who made this kind of money, owned these companies? Think about it. What is what really matters in the, in the presence of God? You know, you need to start to enjoy the sun a little bit more. What if you go for a moment outside and you take a look and say, oh, the sun is beautiful, really. The, the clouds are pretty nice. Well, I, I, like, I like the moon. I like the stars. This is a pretty, pretty night. What if you start to enjoy animals? <laughs> what if you start enjoying flowers and smells and flavors? What if you start to enjoy more and more life instead of being, of being consumed because you are not such and such person? Forget about it. What if you start to enjoy your sleep? You don't know what kind of trouble those people that have fame and fortune have to go to sleep. You just have no idea. Let, you know, leave them alone. That is their choice. That is their lives. It's not your life. But if you start to enjoy those simple things, you know, you will find that more and more close to you and to your heart. After all, what you have is this day. What you have is this hour. Enjoy every minute. Enjoy every second. Have fun. Eat another piece of bread. Enjoy another piece of fruit. Have fun with that cup of tea or that cup of coffee. 
and go back to work and whatever is what you do. You know, it's about what you do. It's not about how you make a living. It's not what it says. It's about the work you do with your hands. Enjoy that. It's going to change and transform your life. My friend, enjoy it. And above all the things you need to keep trusting in the name of Jesus and believe with hope for your future. Believe that he is with you, that he has a plan for you because he has. He has wonderful plans for everybody. Stop feeling sorry for yourself, my friend. Stop the comparison because such and such person has this, such and such family have that. Individuals from this place enjoy this. Individuals from these other areas enjoy that. <laughs> and as a result, what? What? What is the result of seeing the life of other people? Misery? Do you rejoice with their victories? Do you really enjoy the fact that other people are accomplishing things? Or you are feeling more and more sorry for yourself? You know, you have your own life. You have your own story. Your story is unique. Your story is unique. Your life is unique. There are no people, no two people like you. There is no other person, even for twins or triplets or whatever. Every single one has his own story. You have your own story. And in your life, there is a particular special portion of the Holy Spirit that is for you. And that is beautiful. A particular portion of the Holy Spirit for you. What the Lord God has for you is for you. It's not for anybody else. That amount of love that He has for you is for you. That precious compassion that he has for you is for you. His benevolence, his goodness and kindness that he has for you is not for anybody else. It's not for any other person. Even with all the love that you have for other people, people that you love and you care and you wish that they will receive that that God has for you, you cannot give it away. Because the Lord has one thing for you. It's that portion of the Holy Spirit that today is just so eager to come down upon your heart. Open your heart. Open your heart and then let the Holy Spirit come inside of you and fill you with that presence. That will change everything in your life for your future, your view of heaven, your view of church, your view of the Bible, your view, your view of life, your view of your own life. 
how you see yourself. All that is going to change when you open your heart and let the Holy Spirit come and dwell in you. Receive that touch, my friend. And if you are in need for a miracle of healing, this is the moment. With your eyes closed, just say, Dear God, please heal me today. Please, Lord, heal me. Heal me in the name of Jesus. And He will, my friend. He will heal you. The best gift that you can receive is the salvation of your soul in the name of Jesus. And that is free. He paid the price for your salvation. Because that is the way that the Lord God loves the world, that He gave His only Son, so that whomever believes in Him will not be lost, but will have eternal life. Receive that blessing, my friend. Receive that blessing. From Odessa, Texas, my wife, my son Sebastian, my team, everybody here in the church, all of us happy to say to you, be blessed. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday and share with somebody this service. Worship service number 293 from Odessa, Texas and Victory Church, June 5th, 2022. What if my life is not outstanding? Well, you know, it really doesn't matter as long as you are enjoying your own life the way that the Lord wants you to live it. See you next time, my friends. Thank you so much for your time. Good morning. Let me invite you to download or install Gian TV, which is our Roku channel. If you have a Roku TV or a Roku device, don't hesitate to install this free, absolutely free Roku channel. You will be able to watch wonderful videos, all the categories that we have here. So go to search channels, search for Gian TV and then hit Install. Don't forget to give us a five stars if you like our videos. Thank you so much for watching. My Giancarlo Vitutoro. I know you have suffered, but what if you would have never met your mom because she died giving birth to you? That's the beginning of Simon's story. Then Simon's father died when he was only 15 years old. He was sent to a foster home where he was bullied, humiliated, and there was no one to protect him. But Simon decided to find a way to get his revenge by studying and becoming good at sports. He won a scholarship, and soon he started his own business, Simon Yardwork. Mean people were envious of his success, but one day, Simon met and fell in love with Jackie. They were happy until the FBI arrested Simon due to clues that incriminated him with several murdered people. Will Simon end up in prison? Don't miss the outcome of this story, The Best Revenge, the musical that will inspire everyone to pay good for evil. Go to mygiancarlo.com to purchase The Best Revenge on audio and video. Thinking of you, wanting to
find you You removed all my fears Also you took all of my tears You make me feel loved You make me feel good I love your words You changed my world You make me feel loved You make me feel good I love your words You changed my world You are my moonlight I can walk alone in the night You guide me and inspire me Your light shines in the My heart betrayed me In my greatest desperation When I thought that everything was lost I saw very far away your light Shining at the distance You make me believe that there was hope for me It was your light In the night To give me light your light Some days I felt ready to sink But every time you rescued me My own tears became the ink To write the prayers of my me Disappointed you quite many times. I failed, I messed up big time. Acting right was not my style. No more sad days, now all is bright. The sun is shining with its light I feel the wind blowing on my skin 
I feel your love coming, you're my spring The winter is over, no more snow My heart you filled with your love Now in my home I hear the birds I see the kids playing, boys and Like the ocean wants the moon, like the grass needs the rain, come and take my pain away. How can somebody fix my heart? My life is falling apart, if only there was somebody who sees that I'm not. Nobody, how can somebody fix my heart? My life is falling apart, if only there was somebody who sees that I'm not. Nobody, sing to me a love song again, fly me on your airplane. Start tonight, I need you badly in my life. It is absolutely amazing what I am feeling. Never before I experienced what you have done to me. I know that in the past, I didn't see things as I do now. But honestly, you have changed everything for me. And uh, I don't want to let it go. I don't want you to go anywhere. Stay here with me, by me. Because you make me feel alive. And I know that you love me, and I love you. I love you with all of my heart. I belong to you. You brought me a new life, a life that is absolutely profound, real, and true. I feel alive. You make me fly. Hey, 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 that's all, that's all, that's all, folks. <laughs> Time to go home. <laughs> Ciao.